Hello, my food mood friends. Welcome back. Chandra Zas, Zen Odyssey, food and mood coaching. We had a crappy Christmas. <laughs> it was, wow. Welcome. Here is your hostess and coach, Chandra Zas, helping people make food and mood changes doable without missing out. Go ahead, high five that like button, subscribe and share while you're there. I'm recording this the week after New Year's and Christmas. <clears throat> My family who hadn't gotten together in a while got together even though some people had symptoms, some people were gonna have COVID, some people had a lingering cough, somebody had uh, been had the, the pukes that seemed to be going around. I've heard a lot of people have them. And we, it was kind of refreshing to get together for Christmas despite everyone having some symptoms, but Christmas morning, four of us were just puking. It was not fun. It was a pretty, pretty rough Christmas. Worth it? We kind of thought at the end, not really worth it, but it was still really sweet to get together with family. I was knocked out for like several days. My mom came to visit and we were hanging out and laying low and eating white rice for a few days. But New Year's Eve, I wanted to tell you guys a story that really, really warmed my heart. We had a kind of unusual New Year's Eve. We had some friends drop into town kind of last minute, went and hung out with them, and didn't pack our daughter food, which we normally do. We generally, like, pretty much always pack food and take food with us because being stuck out and especially her getting hungry, my partner and I, it's not such a big deal to get hungry. We're metabolically flexible, but you know, I don't want to make a kid not eat. And so we normally always have food with us. We always pack at least a meal with us or we have beef sticks or we have some kind of um, good, you know, sometimes we have nuts, we have, we have food with us. And for this particular day, I don't know exactly why, but we just didn't. And she'd eaten breakfast. She had some yogurt for breakfast with blueberries. And then she had a croissant and a blueberry muffin. And then we went to a New Year's Eve party. And the New Year's Eve party was super sweet with a bunch of friends, a bunch of amazing good food. I love having friends that have potlucks full of incredible whole food. It was, it was really amazing. And, our, and my daughter, she like didn't really feel like eating. She was like, she was playing. She likes, she gets really distracted when there's a bunch of kids around. So she was having a lot of fun playing, but we got in the car to go home and she's like, oh, I feel like I'm gonna puke. And I was like, what do you mean? Do you really think you're gonna puke? Like you're sick again? And she's like, I don't know. I just don't feel good. And she's whining and laying all sideways and just really not her normal self. She's like, she normally can go till at least 11 feeling really good. And this was before nine and she was just like, you know, not feeling good. And, and, and she says on the drive home, she says, well, actually, I think first I asked her, I was like, Hmm, well, I wonder why your tummy doesn't feel good. Cause I had assessed that it wasn't, it wasn't like she was sick again. And, and I said, well, what, what, did, what, what did you eat today? And we talked about what she ate today. And, and she, and I go, so, cause this is one of the things is that my whole philosophy with food is that it's not about like, restriction or like really controlling her. And so this is what we do is that when we're out and when she has these exceptions and when she has, you know, highly processed foods that don't make any of us feel good, but a lot of us don't notice the difference because we're just used to feeling not good. 
So I try, we try to help her make the connection because she eats predominantly 90% really good nourishing foods. This day she didn't, she had croissant and a blueberry muffin and you know, so I, you know, I was like, so what'd you eat today? And we talked about what she ate and I said, what do, what do you think? Do you think that it's from what you ate? And she's like, will you be my food coach? <laughs> Which was just like, obviously like one of the sweetest things to hear, you know, given, given my, given my profession. Hello, my friend. How are you? I'm in the Dead Sea floating in the water. Go ahead and like and share and follow so we can keep in touch. And so I said, yeah, I'd love to help you with food, which I already do, you know? But, and I told her, I said, you know, one of the most important things that I help my clients with is connecting the dots of noticing why we feel off and thinking back, what's the pattern? What did I eat? What, what did I put in my body today? And, and how am I feeling now? And just starting to notice the patterns. Cause I know that like rebellion and self-control, which is how, well, self-control and willpower and restriction is how most people go around food, food, trying to make food changes, trying to be healthier. But I know that that backfires. It ends up with rebellion. It ends up even just like binging and, you know, going down the, going down the rabbit hole. And so I really try to help her connect and just like I help my clients to connect, well, how does that make you feel? There's a great s'more story, very similar thing where she had, we said she could have a s'more. He, my, her dad said, I don't want one. She said, why? I don't want my tummy to feel weird. She had a tummy ache. Two weeks later, another family offered her s'mores and she like politely declined, like, I don't want the tummy ache. So really making it from this informed choice. I don't want a kid who grows up and is a teenager and is like in the closet you know, shoving sugar in their mouth because we denied her that. So we're really working on this conscious relationship, noticing, connecting the dots, just like what I do in my program, my food move program. So, so we connected the dots and she, and I, you know, we talked about, it. I said, you know, you know, it's not about never having a treat, you know, it's just about like not having more than like say one treat in a, in a day, you know, because she'd had two treats that really like she, then she'd have an appetite and she had all this yucky food in her belly. You know, I like to think more about like a treat per week. That's more what we aim for, but she can, her time frame is more like a day. So just thinking about, okay, well, you know, let's get some really good food in our body and then we can have a treat here and there and we don't feel it. Like that's the idea is that we get to a resilient place and our body is nourished and stable that having a treat doesn't really throw us off. So that's also one of the big foundational pieces I like to teach my program is like really having a resilient body and gut because that is ultimately the goal. It's not about living in a bubble. So I share all this because a couple things. One is I'm, she's at a school now, a public school. And you know, the first couple years there was COVID. And so nobody shared any food at the school that actually normally does share food. They normally do family style at the time. So we just had complete control over her food. The last Montessori school she was at last year, they did, uh, they had a no sugar policy in the school. They asked parents not to serve, you know, send any sugar. Their meals were really high quality, actually. It was amazing. So we didn't have to do any, the teachers did, the teachers did uh, classroom exercises with like cutting bananas and apples and there was no sugar. Now she's at a public school and I went to one of P PFA, PTA, parent meeting. And I'm finding my, I want to get involved in my, in my own way. And, and I was listening to that there's a behavioral issue at school, that there's like 20% of the kids are having a behavioral issue. And largely it's, you know, not being able to focus 
or learn or be, behave, behave well in class. And for me, my like alarm bells are going off. I'm like, and, I'm, and I've been watching. I've been watching what the schools are feeding and what the teachers are feeding and what the before care and the after care is feeding. <clears throat> and for me, I'm like, the behavior can be so affected by the foods they're eating. And of course, it's the, the kids who have less money who are in the before care program and the before care program is giving them donuts and then there's a reward system at school that has to do with giving the kids treats that involve sugar and then the school lunches are highly processed not a lot of nutrients there's even more details i can go into on that and then you know the kids who have less are the ones eating the hot lunches and you're just setting the kids up and then you're, you're giving them sugar and you're giving them these foods that dysregulate their moods and then you're telling them to control themselves and sit in the desk and learn when their whole body is just like having this, you know, sugar processed food, lacking the nutrients, dysregulated space. And so my partner is like much more like strong and firm and he's like, tell them that she's not allowed to eat sugar and tell them better. And I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's go at this. Like, I want to help the school go at it from like a educational, like let's connect the dots. Like everybody wants their kids to learn and be well-behaved and be well-regulated. And most people just don't connect the dots. And so how about I go into the school and start educating parents and teachers on how to give the kids foods that help them feel regulated. Like there's just, so, I've been in this conversation with the principal and she's invited me to come in and talk to, at first it started out with a conversation with the parents about how can we educate the parents on what kind of foods to feed them. And I, you know, I said, you know, but there's other, I told her, I said, we can, I can help the parents, but we also need to work with the aftercare and before care program and then the teachers. And eventually the even bigger deal is going to be the, the county school lunches. That's going to be another big piece of it. But what can, where can we start? You know, like let's give the parents some information. Let's, I'm working with the aftercare program and figuring out, we're trying to get a grant to make up for the money subsidy between giving them processed packaged foods and what they actually used to give them was carrots and apples for snacks. So I'm working at it from all the angles and she invited me in to come teach, the, to talk to the parents about just really connecting the dots of like, hey, what kind of foods can, like what kind of foods create what kind of moods? You know, what kind of foods create regulation and a kid's ability to learn and focus and show up well-behaved. Like every kid wants to, every kid wants to please the big people around them and be a good kid. Every kid wants that. They just sometimes don't have the resources and sometimes it's literal physical resources. And so the principal was so inspired by our talk. She called me that afternoon and she was like, will you do a similar talk for the teachers? She's having a wellness day for the teachers. It's actually this coming Monday, which will be about the time this video comes out, but I'm going to be giving a presentation also to the teachers and for their own wellness, like how do they connect the dots and, and also planting seeds of thinking about, okay, well, if these foods are affecting me, then what kind of foods am I giving the kids in the classroom that's affecting their moods? And the principal, she's so sweet, she's amazing. And she's like, you know, you just our conversation really inspired me. I'm now thinking about like the foods I'm eating and how I wanna feel afterwards. Because one of the most powerful questions that I give my clients and I'm gonna give both of these presentations is like the pausing and considering how do I wanna feel after this meal? How do I wanna feel 
tomorrow morning when I wake up? Do I want to feel groggy and bloated? How do I want to feel 10 years from now? How do I, what kind of, how do I want my kids to feel? How do I want my kids' health to be? And yeah, so this is just one of the most powerful questions. How do I want to feel after this meal? Like what's the mood that's going to be created by this food? Of course, there's some educational pieces. And one of the biggest <laughs> hurdles that I know that everybody I talk to about food, especially parents, but almost everybody, is the time piece. I don't have the time to meal prep. I don't have the time to grocery shop. I don't have the time, you know, to... Most people think that eating good nourishing food is really time intensive. And so I have created a recipe ebook. It is golden. It is 20 recipes and it is, I give like an entire, I start out with like really thinking about how to feed kids and really giving the, all of the different recipe options, the breakfast options, the lunch, lunch options that I give my daughter. I went through, I like racked my brain. I was like, what are all of the different lunches and breakfasts? Okay, here they are. Super simple, five minutes to prepare, nutritious. There's school lunches, there's breakfast at home and then dinners, which I, we always share our whole family. We all eat the same thing for dinner. And so I have kids meat recipes. I have, um, I start out with actually desserts and treats because it's not about like missing out and, and depriving ourselves. It's actually just about choosing treats that actually still have nourishing ingredients and don't have dysregulating ingredients. So I have several treats. The cashew muff, butter muffin recipe is to die for. Your kids will love it. You will love it. My daughter just requested it for her birthday again this year. They're incredible. There's no sugar, no flour. They are amazing. And then I also have salad recipes and dinner recipes. And one of the things that I like to give my clients when they're starting out with me is two really simple recipes that you can honestly live off of for at least a few weeks. We lived off them for much longer, but they will be recipes that you can get nourishing food in your body so that you start gaining time and energy. When we eat good nourishing foods, we gain time and energy. There are two recipes that take no time to prepare, less than, let's say if you're gonna put eggs in the salad, you're gonna boil the eggs for six minutes, but it's like a recipe under 10 minutes. That's one of my big things is like 30 minutes a day in the kitchen, you can have all three meals. It's really not a lot of time but I'm giving you these recipes to actually like prove it. So you have, if, if you're wanting to like actually just start getting nourishing food in your body, go for the salad recipe, the daily salad and the Amazon bone broth. The Amazon bone broth is a great meal to take with you on the road to work. It's, you throw things, you throw the ingredients in a jar, you add hot water when you're ready to eat it and it's super nourishing. You're not gonna have an energy drop. You're gonna have, you're gonna feel productive, clear. It's, I, my clients rave about this recipe. So this recipe is in the ebook as well. And in order to find this recipe book, so if you're watching this on YouTube or Instagram, I will put a link in the description. I'll put a link in the link tree, but everybody you can go to my website, zenodyssey.com and under resources, you will find there's a drop down, menu, drop down menu and you will see the recipe ebook. So go get it while it's still free. I honestly think that this book is so valuable. I could definitely sell it. I'm considering selling it because it is just like, it is 
really simple, doable, yummy, delicious recipes, the recipes that I've developed over the last decade plus and have eaten them and perfected them like they're incredible recipes. People keep them homemade mayo. You have to try it. Everybody keeps requesting this recipe. There's so many good golden recipes and also food philosophy in this recipe ebook. So go grab it and come sign up for my coaching program. <laughs> come make your food changes that you want to make for 2024 from a place of love and curiosity and care for yourself and your family and your brain and your body and your health. So come sign up for my program. I got a couple spots open and yeah, I'll see you in the next video. Have a beautiful week. Thank you very much. Thank you.